Welcome to Young and Adulting, a podcast of the Young Adults community at Christ Fellowship Church. Our hope is to create a safe place for authentic conversation around the ins and outs of life as we all try to navigate following Jesus in the world we live in today. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conversation. Well, welcome to Young and Adulting Podcast. I'm so excited that you are joining us today. This could be one of the best podcasts we've ever had. My name is Lewis. I'm joined uh, by two people, some of the most creative, some of the most... I'm so glad that they are joining us today. Casey and Joel, everybody! Yeah, Joel. Wow, fantastic. We're the people that clap for each other. That's right. This is awesome. Uh, I'm thinking like this podcast is almost behind the scenes because you're at every single podcast recording, right? You're just on the other side and you're making sure everything sounds right and everything looks right. So I'm thrilled that you are joining us today and that people get a Mm -hmm. chance to meet you and love you. This is so much fun. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm I'm sure it is. Uh, uh, rate yourself, both of you, on a scale of one to ten. How comfortable are you right now? Mm. On this side of the camera, on this side of the mic. Mm. This side of the mic, ten. This side of the camera, zero. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I right. can get behind that. I can get behind. Yeah, that. I don't well, mind the talking necessarily. I mind the being seen while I'm talking. That's that's fair. So to calm your nerves, uh, this morning I brought in. Some cafe con leche. Thank yeah. you so much. Calm my nerves. I'm not too sure about that. I'm a little jittery <laughs> over here. I had to put it away, actually. I know. I'm the only <laughs> one that's drinking water. it right now. Um, I love cafe. It's espresso. It's milk. It's yeah. tons of sugar. Deliciousness. I'm ready for it. You just need some Cuban bread. Come on. Oof. All right. This is what we're going to do. Tell us. For a few minutes, we're going to roll through some rapid questions, some Let's quick go. answers. We're going to help people get to know you. And then I'm going to ask some questions about you and about some of your interests, uh, your, your creative ability, um, a whole bunch of stuff, digital, online. We're going to talk about that. But first, I need to know if you could close one fast food chain due to disgusting food, what would you pick? Uh, this is so easy, but I know I'm going to probably offend both of you with my answer. Uh-oh. It's got to be Taco Bell. No! <laughs> it has to be. There's- I'm not offended, but I mean... I don't mind Taco Bell, so... Never once in my life have I thought, let's go to Taco Bell. Oh, cannot relate, but could see why it's a little sketch. Oh, I have mine. Arby's. Okay. Nobody likes Arby's. That's true. I changed my answer to Arby's. No, (laughs) I still stick by Taco Bell. What's the one that's like checkers, but not checkers? Rallies. Rallies. Why does it even exist? We cancel that. Uh, Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Have you ever had Checkers? Yeah. They're the same company. I think it's just a different name. Yeah, it's a different name. I don't like the name. All right. Mm. I don't like the name at all. Taco Bell. Taco Bell, I'm telling you the truth. It is, it's not, you don't go there for a fine meal, okay? You go there because it's cheap and and we're broke. So we go to Taco Bell because it's cheap. We go to Taco Bell because it's available. It's convenient. There's McDonald's. You ever had a Baja Blast Freeze? Hello. No, have not. A Cinnabon right, Delight? Yes. Hey. But one good thing does not make up for the disgustingness that is Taco Bell. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. We, we might just move on completely. Yeah, we can. We'll just do the end. Okay. Um, if you could, this is the second question, disinvent one thing, what would it be? Okay, I have my answer. Oh, okay. And I was thinking about this. I had to be honest. 
Tell us. We didn't know these questions before, but somebody somebody <laughs> slipped cameraman. this question. Chris Cato? So I was able to prepare myself, and I have the perfect answer. Okay, tell us. This is not an, like a object kind of invention. I think we should undo paid parking. Parking mm. meters, parking garages that you have I'm to pay it. for. Why do I have to pay you to park my car? Right. That's fair. Tell us about it. That's it. Period. Oh, that's Case all. closed. I don't need to say anything else. All right. We're closing parking meters. That's, so that's anywhere you go in Mexico, you have to pay for parking. Anywhere. anywhere. you go in West Palm Beach, you have to no, pay I'm for No, I'm saying parking. you go to Walmart, you got to pay oh. for parking. Whoa. You go to Costco, you have, to, you have to pay for parking and you have to pay for someone to help you in or out of your parking spot. Hmm. Help you into your parking spot? And out. For some Traffic people, team? that might be necessary. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I don't want to have to pay to park and then for someone to assist me. I know how to park a car. That is, that's ridiculous. And it's everywhere you go. What would you disinvent? I, you know, that's a great question. That What would you disinvent, Lewis? What would I disinvent? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the, the University of Alabama. Oh. I, would, I would disinvent <laughs> the entire university. They are, they're trash. They're no good. They, they keep on winning. They uh, I'll make a note to edit Nick Saban out. or Nick Satan. I don't know. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know. He went, he went to Miami. Uh, I, big hopes. Nothing. We, we, we won one game. Then he goes to Alabama, sets up a dynasty. He needs to go. Dole, what would you want to invent? <laughs> want to invent? No. I probably had lots of ideas on inventing, but disinventing, I don't. Oh, I don't know. Mm. Kind maybe like, and this isn't like a, it doesn't have to be like a thing, right? Uh, no, it could be anything. <laughs> it's just set a football team. So. <laughs> a whole university. A whole university. <laughs> um, it'd probably be like the the culture around, like social media presence oh, at the serious. moment. It's the only thing I can think of because, like, I get it. if you're not awesome on social media, mm-hmm. people will for sure cancel you. Or if you are awesome on social media, mm. people will also cancel you. So it's kind of like a lose-lose situation that I'm not really about. That's right. I can get behind that. Yeah. I feel, I feel the same way about Alabama. Oh, my God. If you could be a member on any TV sitcom Ooh. or sitcom family, sitcom office... What would it be? What's considered a sitcom? Good question. Like, are we considering Gossip Girl? Because I think that's my answer. That's fair. Okay. I'm not quite sure what that is, but Kalisa loves it. Uh, Jay Uh, loves it too. I feel like Chuck Bass is on there. Chuck Bass is on there. We went to New York, and she she walked me around places that were in Gossip Girl. Jay did the same thing. As both of them should. Jay was like, Jay's my wife, by the way, for everyone listening and everyone watching. Um, but queen. she, absolute queen. Um, but she's like, I have photos from here because I went here because it was in Gossip Girl and here. And I'm yeah. like, there is actually Gossip Girl tours yes. in New York City. They'll take you on tours, which I'm dying to do. I've never been. Wow. But I've seen Gossip Girl like six times. So I feel like I have been. We, we accidentally went on one. There's also food tours. I go on those all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I love those. What to sitcom Taco would you be on? To all City. the Taco Bells. They're all the same. But Lewis needs experience in the mall. That's right. Um, ooh. I feel like I have... One would just be... 
one would be because I think it's a really great show. Mm-hmm. And one would be because it would just be awesome to be a part of. So really great show. I love This Is Us. Mm, I think like good one. the way that they script write, story, all of it. I'm like, I don't, I just love to be a part of this wonderful, wonderful family. You'd have to know how to cry on command for that show. You would. And you, you know would. what? That's not my, not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one would be The Office. Hey, hey, hey that's the o- I, I it, It's just, mm. it's iconic. 16, I think today is its 16th birthday, actually. Never is, seen it. Either today or yesterday. Happy birthday to you. Mm. I love The Office. I, I want to be Michael Scott's friend. I want to be with Dwight. I want to hang out with Jim and Derek, all of them. Mo, come on. Mm. So my vote would be The Office. Here's, here's another question. Casey, what is, do you not know The Office? I've never seen The Office. Whoa! No! I'm done. about to get canceled. Okay, wow. Joel wanted to cancel Taco Bell. And I'm not saying I want to cancel. I just never seen it. I actually tried to watch it, and I did fall asleep mid episode. Did you so. start in season one? There, you can't do that. You can't just say mm, you got to skip season one and two, and then it'll get better. Like you if it doesn't start off with a bang, then I don't want it. That's not true. That's not true at all. Huh? How was your first date with Gabe? Fantastic. <laughs> I thought it was great. I, I don't know. Tell us tell us the story of your first I date with Gabe. Gladly. This is not where we were planning to go. <laughs> but we're Anywho, here. Gabe is my um wonderful husband and we went on our first date like mm, four ish years ago now. Yeah. Um he's gonna kill me for saying this, but he he asked me if I wanted to go on a date with him and I initially said, I don't really like dates, so no, but I'll hang out with you. And what's the difference? I don't know, but it made more sense in my brain. So what did he do? I come to my desk at work one day um, and he left a note on my desk that was like, I'll pick you up at 6.30 and we'll go somewhere and whatever. I don't love surprises, so that was a little um, snartling to me, but... Unless I was really annoyed because I had to skip my um, gym sesh to go on this date with this guy that I told him I didn't want to go on a date anyway. Right. Anywho, um, I was ready at 6.30. Did he show up at 6.30? No. He will tell you he did. He did not. I'm telling you. <laughs> he showed up at maybe 7 o'clock. We're driving, we're driving, we're driving all the way down to like Boca. And um, we get to this restaurant and he like did his research. Well, his version of research. <laughs> We sit down, they bring us out water, they bring us out literally a tray of any like citrus fruit you could think of, like sliced and prepared to like put in your water. Love and I was like, Instagram. where are we? So we looked at the menu. There's nothing on the menu for less than like $50. Like we're, I ready. literally was like Gabe 20 years old. Gabe's like 21. We're like interns. And he's he like- He was ready to splurge. No. I don't think he was. <laughs> so I was like freaking out. I was like, I'm not letting you pay for me. This is our first date. I'm not letting you pay for me. I'll you pay said- for it. No big deal. Like, I won't do that to you. That's a lot of money. Like, that's a lot of money that that's I don't fair. think he was anticipating. And um, he was like, no, like, you don't need to do that. Would you feel more comfortable if we left? And like, we already like had a reservation, sat at our table, got water. She's on her way over with like bread. And I was like, we cannot leave. We cannot get up and leave right now. Was the bread good? We didn't have the bread. I'm getting there. He said, no, really, it's okay. If you want to leave and go somewhere else, we can. And I was like, I would rather die than get up and leave right now. That's so embarrassing. And he was like, come on, it'll be fine. We'll just get up and leave. 
So we got up and left. Yes. <laughs> we got up and left. We went to a much more reasonable restaurant Taco right around Bell. the corner. No, I think we went to like Yard House or something. Oh. And we had a great time. And it was it's a fun story to tell. And now we can do anything. <laughs> the first season of The Office is the first restaurant you went to. Exactly. It's hard not, to get through. Not affordable, and I'd rather <laughs> get up and leave than be there. But once you get through those 20 minutes. If you would have stayed. You know what I'm talking anyway. about. It would have been worth it. It would have been worth it. Here's a question. Uh, do you dance crazy when no one's looking? <laughs> I want to know Joel's answer so bad. <laughs> okay, so no and yes. Do it. What do you mean no Dance. one's looking? No. Right now. No. <laughs> yes. Absolutely not. Yes. This is the opposite of the question you just asked. No. Do it right now. No, 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 he no. Won't. no. He I won't. won't. I won't. He won't. But it is a, it's a yes and a no. So I typically only do it to, uh, I shouldn't say annoy my wife, but <laughs> to annoy my wife or to embarrass my wife. <laughs> Would typically. she be embarrassed if you danced right now? Oh, yeah. Well, then here's your <laughs> no, opportunity. No, no, no. This list forever. <laughs> I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. <laughs> Man. Okay. Here's another question that is absolutely hilarious oh, because God. of the story you just told. If the food was bad at a restaurant, would you say something? No. Wow, no. Because she would just get up and leave. <laughs> no. That's why it was so hard. I'm the girl that they could bring me the complete incorrect order. Like, and I would just eat it. Wouldn't say anything. Wow. Yeah, I, I fall in the I same can't. boat. My wife, on the other hand, it could be like there's one extra piece and she's like, this isn't right. Send this back. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what? Right. What, what, what do you mean? I send wish this I back. Could be more like that. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, they're doing it's not their fault. She's like, doesn't matter. I paid for it. Get it right. Mm, I'm with Jay. Okay. Completely. She is the confidence that I do not. <laughs> she also, if we are at Disney, and I admire this about her because this is not me. We could be at Disney and I could be holding like the spot in line because she needs to go to the bathroom where I'm like, let's just get out of line. We can mm -hmm. reform. She's like, no, you stay here and I'll walk right back. I'm like, that's right. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's how it, how it works, but, mm -hmm. but it does. I'm with you. One time I went to a restaurant. I like trying new things, different different dishes, new places. So I go somewhere. I'm with Kalisa and her mom. And I, I, I talk, talking to the waiter, what do you think is the best thing on the menu? I ask that question all uh, the time. I love that question. And they, they give me something and always have a great experience. Hmm. This lady, it's all great. Well, I, I'm glad that all of your food is great, but... <laughs> but I need an answer. What is one thing you recommend? I recommend all of it. No, that's not fun. We got up and left. <gasps> wow. I'm done. I went to Joe's Pizza. After that. And you know what? You weren't disappointed. No. So it was still better than Taco Bell. Ouch. Fantastic. We don't uh, need to bring Taco Bell into the I whole entire thing. I already know. Any restaurant I go to, I already know where I'm going. <laughs> I already fingers. know what I'm getting. Yeah, I'm always the chicken fingers oh. and the fries oh, every would, time. I take my answer back. I would uninvent picky eaters. Wow. I can't picky eaters. Fantastic. Wow. Fantastic. I can't stand it. What do you think about clowns? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Um, I, they never live in my brain space, yeah. I would say. If a clown walked through the door right now. I'd be kind of annoyed. I'd be like, okay. Um, I'd ask why. That'd be my first question. I'd be like, why? <laughs> Fantastic. There's, there is no clown behind the door. Um, 
But, that would be really funny. But if I'm not yeah. a fan of it. <laughs> I, I went to Palm Beach Atlantic for school, and yeah. I lived oh, in a sandwich. dorm. That's right. I lived in a dorm they called Ocean View, but we all nicknamed over dead people. ODP. Be- yeah, ODP, because the, the vista was over a graveyard. Yep. And you remember back in 2017 when those clowns were running wild <gasps> everywhere? Oh, I was like, where are you going with this? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we would sit on our balcony no. and look out, and you could see clowns Shut running up. in no. the graveyard. Yes. No, 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 I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. Police would come, arrest them every once in a while. So after that experience, man, I'm done with clowns. I don't blame you. I'm done with them. I don't blame you. If you could be one of these, would you be a hero or a villain for one day? Hero. I don't. I yeah. I feel like that's um. Do people remember you? Are you like 100%. a memorable hero oh, and then or villain? Hero. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you could go back to your life and be totally normal. Hero for sure. I'd be a villain. I, I knew you were going to say I'd that. I'd be Somebody's a villain. I would, I would run organizations. Get the clowns and, back. Oh, I would take care Get of the clowns. clowns. Yeah. Back. <laughs> you would become a clown. Revenge. What are you most likely uh, going to become famous for? Nothing. Wow. <laughs> Probably being my wife's husband hey. would be that's my answer. Tell, tell the people why that's the answer. Uh, I would. My wife is a influencer with like forty times more Lots. followers than I ever have, and she's had too many TikTok videos go viral and really? stuff. And so, I didn't yeah, know she's been like in Vogue and some of this different stuff. She just. She's really awesome, and so she will be the one to get famous, and I will be famous by association. Your wife's husband and your kid's dad. Yep. Because your kids are real cute. Oh, they're so cute. They we are. We will one day have a, a peace episode. Yeah. Well, I was talking to Jay about family. it yesterday, Damn. actually. Is she down? I think so. All right. Uh, what's her Instagram tag? Peace of us X. Peace of us X. Everybody. The army. Of the young army. and adulting <laughs> listeners, go to Peace of Us X, DM, DM her. her, say you need to get on this podcast because yes. we need to make it happen. An army of us, we're gonna we're gonna armor up, we're gonna make it happen. I be, I'm, I will support you fully. Potentially Season the next podcast. Premiere. Let's go or the one Season after two. that. Season two. Um, what was? And this is a rapid question. Let's go. A, a major life <laughs> event last year in your life personally. I got married. You had a, another kid. Had another kid. Oh, Who wins? That's a <laughs> fantastic <laughs> question that I'm uncomfortable answering. <laughs> that's fair. That's it. But the okay. answer is obvious. Um, when did you get married? November 13th. November 13th. And when was your child born? April 25th. April 25th. Fantastic. I would say that I had a major life event last year. Ooh. You did. Um, but I, I did not because... It, it was like maybe 368 days ago. Mm. Not 365. I got married. Let's yeah. go. Awesome. Yeah. Over a year ago. Yeah. So not in the last Big year. Big moves. Uh, love, Kalisa. That's my wife. We got to get her on the podcast. I agree. This is like right out that yeah. door. <laughs> if I'm <laughs> ever going to be famous, I'll be Kalisa's husband. Yeah, and I understand. That's right. I understand. 100%. So, so we're on that same level. Yeah. Um, What's interesting is that you two are not the only people I know that have had some 
big change in the past year, mm. not even talking about virus or anything else. Mm-hmm. There has been so many people who have gotten married, had kids, gotten new jobs, moved to different states. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I could say this, but it seems like the past year has been one of the most life big event changing years that I remember. Mm. It seems like a lot of people are doing a lot of stuff. Um, so the question is, you both have gone through significant changes that have altered your, your daily reality. You're living with somebody. You're living with another person. Another somebody. How many kids do you have? I have two kids. Two so kids. What are their names? Jax and Jordan. And Jax then Jay. and Jordan. The cutest. Jay's your wife. So, yep. so who was born latest? As in like who's the other than my wife? No. Like which of your babies was born Closest, like now. Most recently. Jax. She is 11 months today. Oh. Today. Happy Happy birthday birthday to you. Fantastic. That is awesome. Happy birthday to Jax. Happy birthday. (laughs) Awesome. So exciting. How how do we navigate change? It, It is everywhere. It happens all the time. I've seen... Some people, and even myself, go through change and, and don't handle it very well. And sometimes we go through change and, and we do it with a lot of grace and, and we, we handle it very smoothly. What do you think makes the difference between the two of those? How do we handle it bad? How do we handle it good? Mm. Tell, us, tell us a little bit about that through your experience in the past year. Mm. I am no expert. I am no expert. Um, but yeah, I think... Mm, Last year, a year ago, whatever, maybe still today, mm-hmm. I would say that I really don't like change. I really don't like it. So it's yeah. ironic that you're asking me this question. I don't love change, but I think what you're saying is true. I think a lot of people made decisions to do big things last year in the face of like really scary things that were going yeah, on. Totally. And I think for me, I had to learn that it was all about perspective like the perspective that you have about change and I think what people learned myself included is that we don't know like we just don't know what's going to happen we don't know like a pandemic who saw that coming like and I think it just makes you realize what is actually important and what is worth our attention and what is worth our our priority. And I think that's why a lot of people are, are moving, are getting married, are having kids, are, are doing things because we're, um, we're getting slapped in the face with a little bit of reality and going family's wow. important. Like, um, the people that we love are important. And I think for me personally, I used to be really bad with change because I was just afraid. I was just afraid of what was on the other side of change. Um, just the unknown of it all. But I think I really had to learn this last year to, and there are things that like, I felt like the Lord was, was asking me to step into and to change about my life or to step into something new and scary. And I, and I, for a lot of my life counted myself out of a lot of those things, even though I felt like this is what God was having me do. And I finally, this past year just had to like release those things to him and and just trust that, um, things would be okay or, or it wouldn't be all that scary and um, just learn to lean on the Lord's um, direction and guidance that I feel like he's calling me to and, and be okay with that. And um, 
just not miss out on what he's trying to do in my life or the life of my family or the people around me because I'm scared. Mm, Um, So I think that once we like put our trust in the hands of God and just give up that fear, I think that that's a first step to navigating change better and enjoying it and, and having experiencing the joy that comes with these changes and the life um, steps that we take. Yeah, that's, uh, I I totally agree. There's that perspective piece, there's fear, there's joy. All of that's there. Joel, how do we, how do we navigate it? Well, like, like what are the, the warnings for, Oh, we're doing change bad right now. How do we Hmm. do it better? Um, through the past year, you, you've added to your family. Yeah. So what have you learned? Oh, um, first thing I'd say is a pretty obvious thing. Change is inevitable. Mm -hmm. Um, it, something is always changing. Um, so I kind of onto what Casey was saying is like, look at the constants in change. So Mm. a couple of things that I know Mm. that are going to be constant, um, first and foremost, like I know that God is going to be constant. I know he's faithful. Mm -hmm. I know that like in, in all of my life, um, like the foundation that I build upon is God because it's it's constant. Um, and as much as my vocation might change, my, um, skill level might change for better or for worse. Um, the people in my life might change. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a constant in that. And I would say knowing the constants in change help you frame your, perspective in those moments mm-hmm. no, knowing the constants in change help you frame your perspective yeah so good um because it's it's really easy um to note like to to notice something moving mm-hmm. um like even now like you, you visually when something is moving in your world that tends to be where your eyes are drawn to mm-hmm, mm-hmm not so much whatever is always there. And so you have to work really hard in change to look at um, what's constant. And then the other thing I would say is um, be courageous in change. Um, you don't um, you don't need to have more talent or skill than people if you have more courage, I think. Mm. Because in when it comes to change, if you're willing to like, dive into it and go into it head first and you're willing to be courageous about it. Even if you, even if it's scary, even if you mess up, (laughs) like if you're courageous about it and you're confident about it, you're going to be okay because you're at least, you know, it's like in this change, I didn't hold back and you never have, like, it's Mm -hmm. the worst feeling when you're like, what if I would have done this? You know, Mm -hmm. that's like the worst thought of like, Oh, what if I would have, what if I would have given this a shot? What if I would have given this person a shot? What if I would have gone mm-hmm. to that lunch? What right. if I would have applied for that job? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say in in change, be be confident and be courageous about whatever decision you are going to make. That's really good. I have a story to yeah. go off of that. Uh, one of the biggest life change decisions I've had to make so far is like what I wanted to study in school, Mm. what I wanted to get my degree in. And I was going in a particular direction and I was like facing like a 
pull in my heart. I was like, ah, should I change it? Should I change my major? Um, I'm really competitive. So I know all the statistics about how many people go through college and change their major. So I was like determined to be one of those people that never changed their major, (laughs) but it didn't work out that way. Um, So I was like trying to decide if I should change it. And I was actually talking to Pastor Ryan here um, at church one time. And I was like, I'm just afraid that if I make this change that it'll limit what I'm able to do in life Mm. for some reason. Um, And he said this to me and um, I'll always remember it. He said in this particular case, and I think we can fill in the blank with other decisions that we're making in life, but he said, um, what you get your degree in will not, what you get your degree in in college is not going to limit what you're able to do in life, but your fear about life will. Mm. And I literally like, yeah, it was just so like, dang it. I was like, dang it. What am I doing? And I like left his office and I went to school and I got the papers and I changed my major. And I was like, I just can't let being afraid stop me from making decisions, making changes. And I'm really glad I did. Right. Yeah. Casey, I, I want to ask a little bit more about, I know some of your story and the journey that brought you to this place and this creative uh, role that you're in. What, what's your job? What do you do? <laughs> um, well, I have um, been given the privilege for the last almost four years now um, to serve here on team at Christ Fellowship. And as of the last almost six months, I think, um, I've been serving alongside Joel and if we want to get technical here, I am the CF Young Adults Digital Content Coordinator. So. Whoa. <laughs> That's a big deal. Big stuff. This this is, you guys are one of my favorite teams in the world. Oh, we're honored so to much fun. be on your team. We're Liz. our favorite team. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we're our favorite team. <laughs> yeah, we're our favorite team. That's funny. We're our favorite. Um, Casey, tell, tell us a little bit about how you got to this place mm-hmm. and how some of your desires changed. I know you were changing your major in college, but mm-hmm. but tell us a little bit more about that. Mm, how much time do we have? Um, <laughs> I'll make it quick, but yeah, I um, it starts back in college again, so I'll go back there. But um, I went to college. I went to a college that I never thought I would go to. I went to PBA as well. Mm. Um, local. I've grown up in South Florida my whole life, so I never thought I would end up at PBA, but um, I got a soccer scholarship, so I was like, awesome. Money to pay for my school. I'll go there. Um, So it worked out, and I went, and um, I was uh, in preseason and already hating it, which, if you know, it's before the semester even starts, so I'm like, gosh, what did I get myself into? Um, so I was going, going, going throughout school, had no idea what I wanted to do, had no idea just where I wanted to end up long-term, no, no vision for my future. Um, was just trying to get a business degree to get a degree and play soccer. And, um, I was miserable like a year into it and, um, I was ready to, you know, transfer. Um, really I have not told this story but I feel like I could share here this is the place Um, go on it it was it was really tough so I I actually um 
I had such a rough time with soccer and I'll, I'll say now, I don't even know how I got the scholarship or got asked to be on the team. I legitimately thought the coach was like, thought I was somebody else. Like mm. he had seen me play, but I thought he was, I thought he thought I was somebody else. And gosh, I hope nobody is watching this that would know, but I'm not embarrassed anymore, anymore. Um, but I went throughout my year and I just had a really tough time. I let it get to me. I think I let it affect the way I played. And um, when the season was over, he asked me, he told me to step off team. Like he kicked me off the team, um, which is something that I had a really hard time being open about. But here we are. Um, but I mean, it was the one thing I had like vision for. It was like, I'm a soccer player. I'm mm. a soccer player. And now all of a sudden, I'm not a soccer player. And I was like, crisis mode so I literally um went into panic mode and wanted to transfer to a different school I had gotten to the point where I signed a lease for an apartment up in Gainesville I was ready to transfer and just be a student and go to school and um my friends here in West Palm like begged me not to go they were like don't go we'll live with you like we'll help you get out of your lease like all of these things and I ended up staying um, this was like the end of my freshman year and I ended up staying and by the end of my freshman year I was like a shell of misery. I just was so caught up in trying to find something that would like give me something like and I just remember specifically like feeling one night um, in my apartment that I had moved in here instead of leaving um, just empty like laying on the floor just like nothing means anything like this sucks and I've tried everything and nothing is helping. Um, so fast forward a little bit, beginning of my sophomore year, I, um, had just, this guy just like kind of shattered my heart. Like just went through a little bit of a relationship trouble. And I'm telling you, I don't know why, but I woke up and I was like, maybe I'll feel better if I go to church. Hmm. And I didn't grow up in the church. That's something to know. I knew church was a good thing. So I think that's why in that moment I was like, you know what, I should try to go to church. Maybe that'll make me feel better. It'll make me feel better. So I um, texted my roommates and I actually skipped class to go to chapel that day in the middle of the day. And we went and it was a great message. Um, yeah, I, I left and I was like, yeah, I feel better. I feel good. Um, went throughout my day that evening I was leaving for the Florida Keys with my best friend for my mom's birthday so we finish up school we pack up the car we're driving down I'm driving my roommate she was a ministry major at the time and I start just asking her questions that I didn't understand about ministry or the Lord or scripture and all that good stuff um, and she we, we ended up talking about the message we heard that morning in chapel and it was this message um, actually out of Ecclesiastes and, and the pastor was talking about how um, it was like one of those moments where it's like, he's talking to me. He's talking to yeah. me. How does he know? And he was like, nothing in this life is going to satisfy you without a relationship with Jesus. Everything under the sun is meaningless. And only a relationship with Jesus will satisfy your deepest emptiness and give you the purpose that you're looking for. And in the car, we were just talking about it. And I cannot explain it to you other than literally now, I feel like just plain old Holy Spirit moment. But in the moment, it's like a light bulb went off in my head. And I literally said out loud, I get it now. Hmm. I'm not even kidding you. Wow. I learned, like, I get it. I 
that's what I'm missing. Jesus. I need a relationship with Jesus. Like whatever. And I just, I, I literally like broke in driving my car to the Florida Keys and my best friend in the passenger seat. And she's starts crying. I start crying and I start looking back at my life and connecting all these dots where like Jesus was the missing piece. And like, side note, I was competing in Olympic weightlifting at the time. And I tried really, really hard to qualify for a huge competition, um, in Louisiana, um, in that time. And I busted my butt and I didn't end up qualifying or going, but had I qualified, um, that was like another hiccup for me. Like I was trying to find purpose in weightlifting and be good at weightlifting and win medals and all that good stuff. Had I qualified for that meet and I went to Louisiana, I would have missed the message in chapel that day. And I would have, I would have been in Louisiana, like doing weightlifting. I would have heard that message. I would have had that conversation. And I mean, it was just could not ignore the presence of God in my life. Like even before I knew him and, um, yeah, those way more long winded than I wanted to be. But in that moment, in my car on the way to the keys, like everything changed for me. My roommate played for me later in the, in the night and we came back home um, to West Palm after that, got plugged into the church, started serving and like haven't looked back. That is incredible. Casey, thank you for, for sharing your story and, and being <laughs> honest with long. that. That's, that was awesome. Um, Joel, I know that there's been change in your life. And I know a little bit about that. Can you share with us how you uh, moved through and navigated uh, those changes? Yeah. Which one specifically? (laughs) Fatherhood, name change, marriage. Tell us about the name change. Yeah. um, So I don't think I've ever openly spoke about this. Here we are. Uh, But here we are. Here we are outside (laughs) of some personal conversations. Um long story short, um, didn't really grow up with a dad in, in my life. And so, um, growing up all of my life, my last name was Garcia. Um, and so went to college, did all this other stuff, got married. And so as, um, as we were getting ready to get married, I think we were probably like a month out. Um, I remember my wife telling me like, I don't want to change my last name. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean you're not going to change your last name? Like, we're getting married. And she's like, it doesn't mean anything to you. And it doesn't mean anything to me. You have no attachment to your dad. You don't like him. You, um, you just, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. So why would I tether myself to this name and to this legacy that means nothing? And I was like, because... And so, because <laughs> I was like, and so like I, I rationalized it and I was like, we have a chance to like start something new and we have a chance to make this better and we have a chance to, to write a different legacy and all of this other stuff. Um, but at first I definitely was like, because. Because I said so. Uh, yeah, it's not a good reason. Pro marriage tip, never say because I said so or because. Just, <laughs> this is not, not a good idea. And okay. so, <laughs> and so. We got to like a year into marriage, still not, um, still having this name change. But this conversation, I would, I feel like almost monthly would come up of like, I don't want this last name. I want to go back. And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, we're already here. We're already, we're already setting all this other stuff. And so, um, get into like our second year of marriage and 
still conversation still there so at this point i was like all right i was like do you want to take like my mom's last name which was pontier nah like cool do you want us to take like your family's last name because i don't necessarily mind that love your family just like maybe and so we had this conversation of like what if we create a last name what if we start something new um and i was like hmm all right, like I'll pray about it. And so we prayed about it, I would say for a couple months. And I was like, all right, we're going to do this. Let's pray about whatever the name should be. And so I don't think we ever, there was never one that we both agreed on outside of peace. And we were like, okay, cool. Like, let's go with, let's go with peace. Like we know that we want peace in our lives. Like both of us have um, interesting relationships with our fathers and just in our life. And it's like, we know what we want in our lives is the peace of God. And we also mm-hmm. know that like, we want that for our future, for our kids. And we know that um, we want to be able to bring that to people. Like we want to be peacemakers. We mm-hmm. want to be able to bring that to people. So did a whole lot of paperwork, mm-hmm. <laughs> had to redo social security cards, driver's license, passport, um, all this other stuff, but we ended up changing it. That's wild. So from Garcia to peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now your children carry the last name of peace. They do. And the legacy, so cool. not of any of the messiness of the past, but nah, they carry the new, legacy of shiny J peace. Yeah. That is incredible. Uh, I just, this is nowhere where we intended this podcast to go. Not just, really. <laughs> they, they actually, um, they said, let's just keep it as random as possible and see where we end up. And here we are. And so we've ended up in a place where we're talking about um, change and legacy and how, how to manage those well. I think, Casey, your story is just being open and uh, receptive to, to whatever life throws your way. Right. Mm-hmm. And when the Holy Spirit gets in the way, you said, okay, okay, Lord, I, I'll be yours. Jesus is the missing piece in my life. Mm-hmm. And Joel, your story of, um, what we were talking about earlier with change, you have to be confident and courageous. Yeah. And you were so confident and so courageous to change the legacy of your family for generations, not just by your actions, but by, by their identity, literally. Right. And I would say um, it's a lot easier to be confident and courageous when you surround yourself with the right people. For sure. I've always known that my wife is in my corner. um, And that's that's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. Because she's like, even the reason why I ever came on staff was because her and her grandma were like, we believe in you. Like you can do this. Like stop trying to apply at McDonald's. Stop trying to apply at Burger King, which I did and got rejected from. But they were like, we, we believe like you should go after vocational ministry. And so I did. You did, man. I I love this. I feel like we need to have many more behind the scenes episodes like this, where we're, we're hearing your story. We're hearing your perspective. Well, Guys, this comes to the end of this podcast. So if you haven't already, you need to like this podcast. You need to subscribe to it. And you need to drop a comment. Share it. Drop a comment. (laughs) That's right. Because we're the army of young and adults. That's right. The Young Adults of Christ Fellowship. And we're going to keep on pushing forward. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we will see you 
next time at the Young and Adulting Podcast. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Don't forget to tune in Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. on our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at cf.youngadults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.